Hi, my beautiful people. This is Bimi Shavery, and I'm here with your daily dose of energy. We are literally preparing as we're exiting out of um, Pisces season, going into Aries season. We're very close to this full moon that's happening in Virgo. And I've received your emails. I've received your text. You guys are wanting me to give you a little bit of a breakdown regarding the astrological aspects. And even though I do have um, two episodes coming out for you guys that I have been working on that I am about to release within the next couple of days, I will give you guys a briefing as to what this full moon in Virgo and also what other aspects are are supporting and contributing to the energy of the full moon in Virgo? A lot of people like that. And I love that. Um, And even though in the episodes, I do talk about the astrological um, aspects a little bit, it's just a lot of what's happening is I need you guys to understand it's, it's, in addition to, you know, with the conjoined with the astrology, it is not just astrology. In life, it is astronomy, astrology, spirituality, physicality, emotional well being, it is an overall wellness will that you are having to really, really, really balance. And a lot of times people get so caught up in just one aspect that they neglect other parts. And so What I'm presenting to you guys um, most times is the full picture, right? But I definitely don't want to neglect the people who are very astrological savvy. Um, As you guys know, I've been studying astrology for over 15 years. Hey, daddy. Um, And I have been into astronomy for a very long time as well. I'm sort of geeky that way. I've always, you know, my dad got me started with that. 15 almost well actually almost 17 years ago so I have this is something that has always been a part of my life it is now a trend it is now something people like but I study astrology on a very deep level not just tropical astrology but um, Vedic astrology I, I study a lot when it comes to astronomy because there is a difference but um I don't want to get caught up in it. I can get caught up in it today all day, but I do want to share and you guys really respect and appreciate when I bring my perspective to the, to the, um, to what's happening. So I'm going to go ahead and break it down for you guys and give you what I'm feeling with this particular, uh, astrological season that we're about to enter into and go out of, but also what this full moon is about to bring into our lives. As you will see, um, as you're going to see, the episodes that I'm about to drop for you guys are going to be very much in depth about the energy and how it's going to affect our lives in uh, a lot of different ways. If you have not heard the two to six weeks, um, the episode I did where I'm explaining the energy for the next two to six weeks, please go back and listen to that because it's very significant to where we are now and what's happening now. But most importantly, it's important to understand that energy is fluid. And so depending on where you are in your life is how it affects you in your life. But ultimately, we're all conjoined in some way, shape or form. So even if it's not particularly 
affecting you in this direct way. It is most likely affecting someone close to you in this way. And then you will be coming next. So that's just a cycle of life. That's just how things work. But let me just get into a briefing of what it is that we're feeling um, with this energy. So the full moon in Virgo is happening on the 18th of March. Okay. And Pisces, Pisces season is going to end on the 20th. Okay, um, which is the new year, basically, it's astrological new year, as I told you guys, just because the year changes doesn't mean it's a new year, the new year actually changes when the season does. And so astrologically and in astronomy wise, our new year starts when Aries season begins, because that's spring. And so when the spring equinox is happening in the northern northern hemisphere, autumn is happening in the southern hemisphere. Um, this is a very sacred time. This is a very, very powerful time because there is a newness that's being birthed. And you're finally able to see a combination of the work that you've put in from the seasons before. And so this is going to be a very personal, uh, introspective but rejoicing time for a lot of but also a time of release of the old uh, letting go of the old walking away from a lot of things sometimes that means walking away from certain things within yourself this is also a beautiful time to create new habits new routines new rituals things that you would like to do to make yourself more um, aligned with where it is that you are in this season. I always tell you guys, it's important to work with the seasons because if you're working against the season, you will not survive the season that you're in because you can't bring fire to a water season because it's not going to work. So we're in a fire season now. We're about to be in a fire season coming out of this season of water which is Pisces season. And when you understand the elements, then you're able to navigate accordingly, which gives you a different burst of energy. So if you're utilizing the spring equinox or the energy of spring to reinvent yourself and uh, revigorate yourself, reinvigorate yourself, then you're going to be in a space where you are feeling empowered, you're feeling encouraged, you're feeling like you can do all things and you can you really motivated and you're, you'll be more disciplined to see things through. Now, prior to March 20th, okay, we're going to start, I'm going to start on the 17th. So first of all, on the 13th, we had Pisces conjunct Neptune. Now Pisces actually likes to be in Neptune. And that can bring a bit of delusion, a bit of illusionary type of existence. Like you're not seeing things clearly. Nothing is really reality. Everything is confusing. There's a lot of chaos. There's a lot of just deception and deceptive tendencies, right? On the 17th, you have a Mercury that entered into uh, the sextiled with Uranus. Mercury is a planet of communication. It's a planet that rules all things, travel, texting, anything that involves any form of communication, that's Mercury, okay? And then Uranus loves Mercury and it loves Aquarian energy because it is, first of all, it rules Aquarius, but it's also very much so sporadic. Aquarian energy is very... And with Mercury being in Aquarius right now, it is very much so about 
communicating in a way that is emotionally detached. It is about being emotionally aware, but allowing your intellect to drive you. And so when you have that type of energy connecting with Uranus, that is a very sporadic change. It's a sudden change, a sudden idea, a sudden understanding, a sudden shift of perspective that occurs. And when that happens, depending on what it is that you are having to communicate or what it is that you're having to indulge in or be connected with, it could really change the trajectory and the path that you're on. And so on the 18th, the very next day, we're going to have Venus sextile and Chiron. Venus is the planet of love. It's the planet of aesthetics, but it's also the planet that rules Taurus, which our North Node is now in. And the South Node is in Scorpio. So this could bring about depth in an un- uh, underlining of uh, things that you weren't aware of in matters of your love life, in matters of familiar life, uh, family Anything that's close to you when it comes to Venus also rules finances and assets. So it can also bring about things that you weren't aware of or things that you may have been avoiding or things that you just kind of put under the rug and thought you could do later or whatever the case may be. This brings about a sense of healing and awareness to it where you're able to address it. You're you're having to address it, but it brings about this soothing ability to really, really, really Dig deep and really clear it out. Okay, that's when something is sextile. It works together. It's connecting. It's it's a it's having sex. Okay, it's a very intimate, close knit connection that it's having with wherever it is or whatever is sextiling. Right, and so you're having Venus sextile and Chiron. That's a very healing energy. So let's say that Mercury has gone. Mercury's into Uranus. All of this type of um, Uranus is the planet of sporadic right change sudden change like lightning bolts and so you have all these things happen it can ensue an argument it can ensue discord it can make all kind of things occur when it comes to your um relationships or commitments in any kind of way or or career anything right in any way you're having to communicate this could bring a bit of discord well with with venus sextile and chiron it could bring a healing energy right with that that provides clarity and understanding and a bit of compassion and that's going to be needed if what you are communicating is something that's a bit abrupt and suddenly it's just a change in the trajectory and the path that you're on On the same day, we have Venus sextile and Chiron on the 18th. We also have Pisces sextile and Pluto. So like I said, with Venus sextile and Chiron, it brings us healing capability, right? But we also still have Pisces as our sun. So Pisces is sextile and Pluto, which means Pisces is going on the under a deep renovation. Pluto is a planet of death, transformation and rebirth. It is a deep revelation that is occurring during this time of healing and understanding and clarity. It's almost like getting it all out. I'm getting it all out. I'm saying it all. I'm doing it all. I'm getting it out of my system so that I can move forward for good. And this is going to bring a bit of discord. For sure, because the very next day we have while Venus sextile and Chiron, we also have Venus going against Uranus. So Venus is going to be going against the planet of sudden change and sporadic um, energy, you know, and it's in Aquarius. So it's not going to be very emotional. It's just abrupt. It's changing. It's um, I'm going to do things the way I want to do things. I'm going to do things the way I see things are needing to be done intellectually using more logic than compassion, using more logic than emotion that creates a sense of discord 
anger, frustration, and a lot of, uh, you know, just uneasy energy that you're going to have to work through. But then the very next day on the 19th, we have Pisces um, leaving, right? Getting ready to leave out, getting ready for its actual um, disconnect, right? Leaving out of that season, entering into Aries. And as we're entering and preparing to go into Aries, we have Mercury, which is going to be conjuncting Jupiter, which means the planet that is in Aquarius right now, planet of communication is going to be conjuncting, which means working with Jupiter, which will be in Pisces. So this is a lot of energy. This is a lot of expanding of whatever the energy currently is in. So that could be expanded anger, expanded frustration, even more irritation. All of these things are coming up to the forefront because you're having to deal with a lot of the things that have been ripped up under the rug. Okay. But We also have a lot of other energy that is occurring during this time, such as Mars, sextile and Chiron, which is Mars is the planet of action, war, fire, passion, intensity, cardinal energy, taking the lead. Like, look, we're going through these things. We're dealing with these things. We're having a lot of battles. We're going against each other in all these ways. We got to move past this. We're going to have to fight and move past this. We're going to have to get to a place where we can get through this. And this is the energy that Aries is going to help support moving past it, moving out of it, getting through it so that you can get to the other side. During this, it does bring a sense of healing and all of this, but it also brings a sense of intense I don't want to say war. You can see this on the outside. You can see this in the world. You can see a lot of eruption happening. But most importantly, um, let's focus on the interpersonal part of it because it's the only thing you can control when it comes to you. So this could be a lot of you having these type of discourse with yourself and with the people that are closest to you, the people that are in your familiar um, interpersonal lives. This is about uh, eruption of Things that have been occurring, things that you're finally deciding to talk about, things you're finally deciding to discuss. And after they've come to a head, it's now how we're going to work through it. But in the process of working through it, there is more frustration. There's more irritation. And this is going to be as difficult as it may feel, as difficult as it may make things appear. It's all to make things better. And I know that sounds like an oxymoron, like, what are you talking about? How can it make it better if I'm struggling to get anything out? How can it make it better if we're arguing at each other's throats? Well, that's because a lot of times people want so much of things to be uh, this, this, I hate the word, like toxic, that word is really getting on my nerve. But that is the energy. It's like you just want this falsehood of positivity, this falsehood of copacetic. It doesn't happen that way. In order for things to be truly peaceful, you have to work through the chaos. And if you're not willing to work through the chaos, then everything else above it is surface and it will not survive. When it's time for things to die off, the things on the surface go first. So it's about being clear, being honest, being aware, sticking to the truth of it, sticking to the reality of it and not allowing yourself to be in this space where you're in this boldness of illusion, right? So let's 
let's break down a little bit more what the full moon in Virgo will be with all this energy supporting this full moon in Virgo on the 20th, right? All of this is bringing in this full moon in Virgo. So the full moon in Virgo that is happening, Virgo is about analyzing, right? It's about the analyzation of everything in my life. It's about breaking down to breaking it down to a place where I understand it, where I can comprehend it, but I can also be able to serve in a more uniquely um, intentional way. So Virgo is a very mutable energy as as fixed as it may appear because it is an earth sign. It's not fixed. It's very much so about peace. It's very much so about figuring out the best way to get through anything, but in the right way, fairness, um, creating a sense of almost like very, very perfection oriented, right? Just very much so detail oriented, all about the intertwining of the truth. So when you have something like this with the full moon, that full moons are all about release. It's about purging. It's about letting go of right in preparation of the new beginnings that you're trying to, which makes perfect sense as we're coming into this new season. So it's about releasing and letting go of whatever it is that you have been avoiding to really dissect and get to the bottom of. And in a lot of cases, this is our relationships. This is our communication when it comes to our partners. This is our relationships when it comes to family. This is about dealing with the truth, dealing with the understanding that this is where we are. We're having to get to the bottom of it. If we we don't, then we're not going to survive because we cannot go through the season or through this day to day life in a state of oblivion. You can't, it just won't work. So we're going through this space and we're refining our realities. We're refining our truth. We're refining the details of our life. We're really, really getting to a space where we're able to pick away what we need that needs to go and replacing it with what needs to stay or not putting anything in its place and just allowing the mold to take place so that it can rebuild. This is where you are going to be feeling most empowered when you're able to see what needs to change and you're analyzing how to get it done and actually working towards that. That's going to make you very, it's going to really put you in a space of expanded growth right? Expanded motivation, really, really disciplined, really, really goal oriented, because it's about what you see it to be. And so that is a very beautiful energy, but it is difficult as we're going into this. So during this next couple days, next week or so, I would highly suggest you just grounding yourself, getting yourself in a space where you, no matter what is happening around you, right, no matter what it is that is erupting around you, Put yourself in a space of calmness, groundedness, and focus on what it is you can do to contribute to it being better. This is not a time to put yourself in a space where you are attacking, where you are being um, combative, disrespectful, where you're being just a plain pain in the ass. This isn't the time because it will backfire on you. Do not put yourself in a position where you will be the punching bag or where you will be an emotional dumpster. You have to be able to utilize the energy, which means utilize more intellect opposed to the emotional aspect. If your emotions are not 
really grounded or intelligent to the point to where you're able to really navigate a balance between the two. A lot of people cannot. As a Cancerian, I am able to because I'm naturally an emotion, right? I'm water. I'm an ocean. So, but I'm also, my rising is an Aquarius. So I naturally am very analytical, but I'm also in in a space very detached from, I can detach my emotions from the reality and the truth. If my emotions are not from a space of intuition, if they're coming from a space of insecurity or inadequacy, I know how to dissect that and move it away because I am able to intellectualize what it is that's happening. And that's the thing. You have to be able to do that in the season that requires it. If you're not, then you will feel all over the place. And you may feel like you're drowning in emotion because you're not able to really filter out what needs to go, what needs to stay, what's yours and what's other people's. So I would really suggest you creating a practice that helps you and supports you in balancing that out for yourself. I do see that... With this energy could cause a lot of conflict, but also I see that in the conflict, it feels as though while it may be conflict, there is also so much opportunity for this field of abundance that you never expected. But you have to dig deeper as you're going deeper. And and even though fire energy is just about flying by, going by, like it, it's all about let me just go. Let me just I'm, I'm intensely passionate. I'm intensely hyped up. I just want this. I got to go. I'm it's cardinal energy. It's what it is, what it is. But it can also be very reckless. So it's about understanding when you are doing too much and when it is not really helping the overall picture. Okay, so this is about understanding that there is this big field of opportunity, this big field of opportunity for growth, for reconciliation, for empowerment, for connectivity, but for substance, most importantly, so many opportunities for you, so much growth, but on your terms, but also on the terms that really contribute to the building of the roots that you're trying to establish, This is a very, this doesn't have to be a time of complete discord that destroys everything, but it will be a very difficult time if you're fighting through ego. So humble yourself when it comes to your ego, when it comes to, well, I want it this way. This is how I see it. This is what I deserve. Well, okay, but right now it's not just about you. It's about the overall. So how can you contribute to the the bigger picture? Is it always only about you? If so, you're going to lose the very things that you want to hold close because this this won't work in this climate. Okay, so this is about understanding that and knowing that the people that you're having a lot of the discord with, the ones that really care about you and love you and support you and really want to rebuild and create a foundation that's healthy are going to stick through this with you and work through this. That's not. Hold on. Let me read. Let me read. Let me let me hold on. Let me make this clear. That does not mean that the people that care about you and love you will not leave you. And it doesn't mean that the people that love you and care about you will not walk away so that they can preserve themselves. So if you are someone who is abusive mentally, emotionally and, and, you know, and or physically, don't think that this won't be a time where people choose to let you go, no matter how much they love you. 
So if you're coming from a very toxic place and you think that someone loving you should make them stay because they should work through your trauma with you because you refuse to work through it by yourself and heal whatever it is that's causing you to be this toxic manifestation of a person, you are sadly mistaken. This is the very climate where people get that type of fire under them, where they're willing to walk away from anything and everything that is doing them any type of harm. So if you are that person, understand that this won't work in your favor. And I'm not talking about you. I'm not telling people to stick in through anything that's causing them any type of harm, discard or unsettling energy. I'm not. I will never tell anyone that because I won't do it. So this is about understanding that there are limitations to what a person and what someone will allow and take from you, even in the name of love, because love in itself is not enough to make anyone stay and make anyone be loyal, make anyone commit, make anyone want to be there. Respect is so much more than the fuzzy feelings of love. Okay, so you're having to understand that what you think you're doing that's for the betterment of someone could be what is tearing it apart. So this is coming to that understanding and coming to that um, that clarity and getting yourself in a place where you're clear on what you've contributed. Right. And for a lot of people that could bring about some loss, you know, you know, hey, could bring about some loss seriously. But ultimately. It could be an opportunity to rebuild. Whatever is on the brink of breaking could really see a breakthrough during this time. And that's really encouraging and really beautiful, too, because it allows you to see everything that you've had to get through and work through and really decipher at the core. If it's unhealthy at the core, it will not be healthy on the at, at the surface or beyond the root. And that's something that people have to understand. You know, and I think that you have to be patient with yourself during this time because it is difficult to navigate sometimes the reality versus the desires. It's very difficult. But the beautiful part about it is on the other side of this storm, on the other side of this conflict, on the other side of the rain and the and the discord, there's also time for you to relax. There's a calming that's coming. There's a calming that's going to appear. There's a calming that's going to allow you to really ground yourself and to really soak in what all you've gone through. And once that tide turns, it allows a clearing of the path for you. So control your anger, control your insecurities, you know, dig deep and figure out what they're stemming from. This is really something that you know you know, it's causing a battle, you know, it's causing conflict, you know, that you have tendencies that really, really, really prevent you from moving forward or having any healthy type of connections in your life, because you're always a fight. It's always a fight. You're having to take a risk on yourself and make the decision to take that leap to change um, whatever it is that you are having to work through. And that means walking away for some, for others, it means allowing yourself to balance out your emotions in a way where you can discord and decipher between where you can dismiss the discord and decipher between what parts of you are emotionally reckless that need to go. What parts of you have been 
overcompensating, overcompromising and over instigating in areas of your own life that have caused more harm than good. This is creating a balance. This is creating a a sense of maturity and it's creating a sense of newness when it comes to your well-being that is going to be very lucrative in your rebirth of your love life, in the rebirth of your mental health, in the rebirth of your physical health, in the rebirth of your overall life in general. But you have to remain constant and patient with yourself. One thing I do want to say is Virgo rules the small intestine, pancreas, and the liver. So your gastro, your internal, um, this could bring up issues with that. Meaning um, for my life personally, um, I have my brother has Crohn's. So there are different complications that comes with that. You know, you have so you may want to get yourself checked if you've been having problems with your intestines or problems with uh, digestion issues and bowel movements or whatever. Um, anything gas, you're, you have a lot of bloating, you're not, you know, whatever the case may be that you're noticing is different with your digestive system and your body in general, you want to go get that checked out. A lot of people don't think about it until they feel pain. A lot of people don't think about it until it gets so bad that they have to go. This is not the season to play around. And I told you guys in the two to six weeks, and I also have another episode that I'm releasing this uh, week for you guys, where I'm telling you again, it is important this season, your health, the neglection of your health in any form or fashion could be a demise for you. Don't do that. Don't play Russian roulette with the only life you have. Do something about it. If you feel any type of things that's going on, make the appointments, go get checked out, get second opinions if you need to, but you need to first go. Now, I'm not here to fuss at anybody. I'm not here. I'm not your mama and I ain't your daddy, but I'm here to tell you that don't think you get another life. This ain't no trial run when it comes to life. You don't have a trial run. This is it. You don't know what's on the other side. You don't know what else you're going to encounter when you leave this earth in the physical. This is the only conscious life, you know. So this is the only conscious life that that exists when it comes to the physicality of you. So this is where you have to know that you have to put your health first. Stop trying to mask symptoms and go get yourself checked out. Okay, now that's it. That's all I'm going to say on it because it has the ability to really spread like fire, whatever it is. Okay, especially in this season. But other than that, other than your health, your health and. All of these things, this is something that is going to really bring a lot of beautiful opportunities for growth change and a shifting of a new path for you okay so I love you guys thank you so much for all of your love your support I hope that this gives you a bit of clarity as we're coming up on this full moon this is about releasing limiting beliefs releasing limiting actions allowing yourself to apply yourself the way you need to be applied so that you can really move forward and be all that you're designed and and desiring to be um in general, right? Okay. So until our next daily dose of energy, guys, I love your freaking souls. Thank you so much for all of your love, your support. And I will speak with you guys soon. Remember, be gentle with yourselves and be gentle with others. Until next time. Bye.